So when I think of the image of shepherd in the literal sense, it's an image that we don't get to see here every day. In fact, we don't get to see it unless we go to rural areas or areas that actually have sheep and shepherds uh, to take care of their sheep and to exercise this uh, vocation, this call. So in the literal sense, as I think of everything that a shepherd has to do, oh my gosh, I get tired. <laughs> a shepherd's primary responsibility is the safety and, welf and welfare of the sheep. Some flocks may include as many as 1,000 sheep. Can you imagine taking care of 1,000 sheep? Can you imagine leading them to a final destination and Maybe one of them sees a butterfly, gets distracted, and what do you do? You have to kind of watch for that one that goes astray. It's tiring. And yet that is precisely the image that the Lord wants us to focus today, on this Sunday of Good Shepherd, on this Sunday where we are also praying for vocations. We focus on that image because as the shepherd tends his sheep, protects, and offers everything there is for his sheep, he enters into a relationship, and he eventually becomes to know who are those that are going to be distracted, who are those who are going to perhaps go astray, and he is going to have an eye for them. A relationship begins, not only from him or her towards the sheep, but the sheep also recognize the voice, follow attentively, and also build in that relationship too. So across today's readings, the first reading, the responsorial, and even the gospel, there were several uh, comforting and familiar phrases. But even among those hopeful and powerful words, I found one with extraordinary power to begin with, and that was in the, first, in the second reading of today. The first letter, the first word actually, for that reading was beloved, beloved. In a world spiraling with COVID-19, many of us feel unsettled. Too many have lost any sense of security. Fewer, but still many, too many have lost loved ones. Still, I wonder, is as if we reflect on these readings, if one of you or all of us have closed our eyes to, and to these readings and feel the warmth of an embrace, to hear the whisper of a loving God reminding us we are his beloved. I think that as we enter into that reflection of that satisfaction of that embrace from the loving God, it perhaps helps us to dissipate, dissipate our fears. We hear, in fact, from the second reading of today, from Peter. He says, Beloved, if you are patient when you suffer for doing what is good, this is a grace before God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. I wonder whether we, as we immediately read this or heard this reading, we thought of the COVID-19 heroes who are putting themselves in harm's way to do what is good for others. They too are acting as shepherds in the context of our readings today, in the context of our world today. 
And I wonder if as we thought or we are thinking about them, we are saying a little prayer for them so that they may realize that their suffering is a grace before God. I wonder too, if we thought also that the suffering that some of us are experiencing because of the need to remain distant from others is also a grace before God. And even, even a grace that is such a minor sacrifice. Not only are we to look at Jesus as a good shepherd, but we are to adopt his qualities to also become good shepherds in the midst of our circumstances, in the midst of our world. It brought me great peace to be reminded of the Easter promise in this passage of Scripture, that if we experience any suffering at all in doing what is good, we have been called to do so because Christ gave us that example of his sacrifice for each of us. There is so much beauty in the first reading in which so many were baptized in Christ's name. In the psalm that recognizes God is with us always. And in the gospel reading with its familiar call to us to see Christ as the way. I pray that we each can see ourselves through a lens of absolute trust and grace as the willingly baptized eager to suffer for good, following Christ like sheep through the gate, knowing that our faith will see us through all and redeem us our sins so that we may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We come from God. We're destined to go back to God. The image of the shepherd informs us that the shepherd's concern is always his sheep, It's always about his sheep. Any challenge or test, even minor inconveniences, can lead us to worry about the future, to serve our own self-interest, or to cling to created things for comfort. It's easy to forget the central truth of human existence, namely that God's love is about people. Not even he wants things for himself, is always thinking about us. Jesus is the shepherd and guardian of your souls, of our souls. As we are recipients of God's love, every one of us has the obligation to shepherd and guard the souls of those around us, especially as we contemplate this idea of returning to a sense of normalcy in the coming weeks. May we be able to adopt those qualities of the Good Shepherd, that we are careful, that we know how to protect, how to defend life in the midst of returning, but also to follow him, to recognize his voice, to be attentive to what he says to us, because the first word that perhaps comes out of his mouth is, Beloved. Beloved.